My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. Resolve to rest this new year. A quality night's sleep helps you recover from distractions faster, prevents burnout, make better decisions, improve your memory, and overall make fewer mistakes. It's not marketing, it's science. To design a better mattress, Lisa leveraged 30 plus years of experience and hundreds of hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's rest for everybody. Through their 110 program, they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell. That's more than 31,000 mattresses and counting. Lisa strives to leave the world a better place than where they found it. That doesn't stop with the mattress donations. Together with the Arbor Day Foundation, Lisa plants one tree for every mattress they sell. Start 2019 well-rested. Get $160 off a Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash scaries and use promo code scaries at checkout. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash scaries. Promo code scaries. And as always, you can find that link in the description of this very episode. I don't remember how old I was when I began playing golf. My mom signed me up for lessons. It's a life sport, she said. I didn't know what that meant at the time, so I just went with it. Through Tiger Woods winning the 1997 Masters and spending my summer days doing laps at my local country club, I was immediately hooked. I wasn't all that good, but sure enough, I was hooked. The older I get, the more my perspective on the game changes. Rather than get upset because I hook one out of bounds, I try to embrace simply being outside on a quiet weekend morning. Rather than spending hours reading up on swing tips and putting techniques, I spend most of my time watching videos about golfing in Scotland or taking naps during televised tournaments that I'm not really all that invested in. Larry David once wrote for The New Yorker, Finally, after years of pain and struggle, I had accepted the fact that I would never be a good golfer. No matter how many hours I practiced, no matter how many instructors I saw, how many books and magazines I read, or how many teaching aids I tried. And yeah, while I echo those sentiments pretty much to a T, I do still love the game. In early January of 2019, I was invited to go to Carlsbad, California for a Callaway launch event. They were releasing their new driver, the Epic Flash. They invited a massive array of content creators to the event to try it out. In doing so, I met a ton of great people, including LPGA golfer and US Open champion Michelle Wee. Michelle kindly sat down with me for a brief 10-minute conversation where we didn't talk about golf really at all, but a new venture that she's been partaking in that feeds a passion that she has deep inside of her, both literally and figuratively. Here's that conversation. You are an LPGA Tour golfer, major winner. Uh, You'd think that I would be here to talk to you mostly about golf. (laughs) I'm not. I am very interested in your food Instagram page that you've been posting to. Oh, yeah, thank you. Where can the people follow your food Instagram? Well, I have a separate account mm-hmm. because it started getting obnoxious on my real page. I was like, you know what? I just need to make a separate page. Um, it's called What Do We Eat? W-I-E. I mm-hmm. uh, was really proud of that name. <laughs> <laughs> How did you decide? You said you were getting annoying on your main page. How did you decide, like, okay, I'm just going to do a full, full-blown full Instagram for food? Oh, yeah. I was just like, you know, I just... It was also kind of a mindset where I love food. My passion for food is like real. Mm-hmm. And 
I maybe want to do something with that later yeah. down the road. And I just kind of wanted to establish myself in the food space a little bit. And just, uh, you know, like when pe people have a dog and, you know, they just post so many pictures of dogs. And I don't think you realize how applicable that is to me. Yeah. The second I got a dog, it was just like, this is officially a dog Instagram account now. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I just want to have a whole f like a account where I can just post obnoxiously about every food that I eat and just give myself an excuse to be an amateur food blogger. I, I absolutely love it. It's, yeah. I mean, you have to start as an amateur if you want to go to the big leagues. Exactly. So you'll get there soon enough. You told me when we, t we talked briefly last night and you told me that it, it takes a team sometimes in order to get the photos of your oh. food. Oh, yeah. Describe what you do with your friends when you're trying to get these photos. Well, I always try to get in the seats where the b there's best lighting. Mm -hmm. You know how people find like good selfie lighting and whatnot? It's I all feel like it's always in a bathroom. Like girls are always <laughs> just like, oh, the lighting in here is great. And they it's start great. taking selfies. It's so good. Um, and I get to a restaurant and it's like, you know, candlelit, dark, mm -hmm. you know, has great like, you know, moods, lighting. And I'm like, this is awful. I was like, I need. I need direct sunlight. <laughs> um, so when there is no lighting, it's a process. You know, you, you don't want to. I see a lot of amateurs, you know, taking pictures of their food and it's like they use their flash. And yeah. it, like everything's overexposed and it's like too bad. Like it's just like it doesn't look good. So you got to get your friends involved. And uh, now my friends know when I eat with them, they're like, oh, here we go again. I'm like, can I buy your phone? And then I use the flashlight mode and I hold it up high and I set it up and I give myself the lighting. And I take what? a picture. I mean, what do you think is the most Instagrammable food? Like, what what Ooh. food do you post the most? Um, I just think donuts are so pretty. I like donuts. Donuts are pretty. Donuts are great. I can't eat donuts though. They they kind of upset my stomach. Oh really? I know. It's That's a it's a huge bummer, especially yeah. it considering. It kind of does to me too, but you just gotta push through it. <laughs> It's about how much you want it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch any cooking shows or anything like that? Um, I kind of don't. I like uh, travel food shows. Like, yeah. I love watching bizarre foods. Mm -hmm. And what's that? Diners, dives, diners. Diners, drives, and drive-ins yeah. and dives. Yeah, that one. I just love watching people eat really unhealthy food. My favorite thing to do is to, like, watch it on the treadmill. Oh, I mean, that's a good motivation. Right? That's yeah. like a literal carrot hanging in front of Literally. you. Like, <laughs> watching food. I mean, what would you want to do in the food space after golf or even while you're still golfing i guess i don't know if i could somehow become a professional eater that would just be my dream job or i would love to i was recently on a cooking show and i was a um a celebrity food judge which one chef judge um can't really say right now okay okay um but you know you you will see soon okay. enough deal um but i was just like number one I, I love judging people. Uh -huh. Number two, I just love food. So like, this is my dream job. If I could just judge people as a profession, yeah, <laughs> I was like, that would just be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to look into your refrigerator right now, uh -huh. what would I see in there? So it's really funny. Like I actually eat pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, as what it doesn't seem like on my Instagram. Um, I like I, I believe in a balance. Yeah. So what it's in my fridge, actually in my house, I do not keep any junk food in my house, really. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I when I cook, it's very healthy. So I make a smoothie bowl almost every morning mm -hmm. or avocado toast or, you know, I make a lot of stuff with zucchini noodles. So I have a lot of zucchinis packed in Girlfriend my fridge. Girlfriend loves zoodles. Oh, yeah. Zoodles are the best thing ever. Um, but I juice a lot too, make a lot of smoothies. So a lot of fruit and veggies, actually. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a very acceptable fridge. Yeah. I always love just seeing what's in there for people. A lot of condiments as well, too. Absolutely. As you know, this is the Sunday Scaries podcast. And part of me wondered, you know, maybe she's not familiar with the feeling of Sunday Scaries. But then I realized <laughs> that more than anybody, I feel like <laughs> golfers 
have that kind of, I don't know, maybe it's not an overwhelming dread every Sunday, but I mean, <laughs> there's definitely got to be nerves on Sundays. How would you handle the Sunday scaries uh, either like during a tournament or not compared to, I don't know, a normal person who doesn't play professional golf? Um, You know, I think first tee jitters will always be a thing and have always been a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like the feeling of feeling nervous because it kind of makes me feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of makes me like know that this is I this is how I know that I want it. Yeah. Um, I get there and I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm like, yeah, like I'm excited. Um, but, you know, I have to say I always the first thing I do when I get to a tournament, to, like I, I land, go to the grocery store, buy some fruit and veggies. But I always buy a bottle of rosé. OK, <laughs> because I love having a glass of wine at night in my bed. Yeah. To unwind. What's the <laughs> can you remember? Can you recall the most nervous you've been standing over a shot? Um. Yeah, it had to have been the putt to win the US Open. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew that I, I could have three-putted or four-putted from 12 feet, and I left my first putt literally five feet short from 12 feet. Yeah. So I was like, my hands were like uncontrollably shaking. Um, and I, I think also Solheim first tee, mm -hmm. um, that's when I really feel it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. In terms of going to a restaurant, do you choose restaurants around like what the food looks like, or do you just kind of go wherever you feel? Um, I, I definitely, there's a Yelp process. Yes. We have like a group chat of like Yelp, like uh -huh. all of us, like on tour, my friends, um, you know, we always say Jody or Shadoff is the Yelp queen. Yeah. So I always ask her where she's thinking about going, but we have, we have very serious group chat discussions on where to go for dinner. And it's like, we send like five Yelp, we read all the reviews, look at all the pictures. And it stresses me out to go to new cities sometimes because I'm like, if I choose this restaurant, I can't go to this restaurant. Oh, and I, yeah. like, what if I choose the wrong restaurant exactly. and I'm only yeah, in a yeah. city for a couple of days? What uh, city has your favorite food? Um, I love the West Coast Swing. Um, mm -hmm. was, you got San Diego. San Diego has some of the best food. Yes. Um, I mean, the fish tacos are just incredible. Um, are you a fan of putting French fries in the burritos like San Diego does? Yeah, I think the fries are always like a great. I mean, I, I love which city puts French fries in their sandwich. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's like Pittsburgh, I think. Really? Right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm all about putting fried carbs into more carbs. I didn't think I would like it the first time I had it. And then I took a bite and I was like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. Fried carbs are just like, are, are a great addition to anything. Yeah. Right. So, um, also love Palm Springs and, you know, Hawaii has some of the best food ever. Yeah. So I love going back home and eating everything. What, are there any cities that you just dread going to? Cause you're like, oh, I have never eaten anywhere good here. Um. I don't know. I guess some of like the more smaller towns, I just have to do a better job of finding the right places and mm -hmm. asking the right people. Um, but no, I've always found a good meal. Yeah. Yeah. Last night you had something on, and I think you had it on when you walked in today, and I was a big fan of it. It was a Balenciaga fanny pack. Oh, yeah. What do you keep in your fanny pack? Uh, <laughs> I keep my wallet, obviously. Um, I always carry around like a little rollerball perfume. Mm-hmm um hand sanitizer lip balm um mints i always carry on that's a good thing to have yeah. i stupidly ate a bunch of guacamole before coming in here and i was like oh great i'm about to interview somebody and i'm gonna have like cilantro and onion all over my bread <laughs> so i, I that's why i'm standing one. really close I know. against the wall yeah we're we're just Everyone like can't avoiding see us, each but other. i'm like really as far as possible from it i'm sorry <laughs> i apologize no it's for that well, Michelle, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank Again, you so much. Again, tell everyone where they can follow the food Instagram. Follow my food Instagram. It's at what do we eat, but it's W-I-E. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you'll see just kind of 
where my favorite food places are. Sometimes I do tutorials on my smoothie bowls and I make energy bars and whatnot. So yeah. Absolutely love it. Thank All right. you. Well, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Walking away from our brief time together, I couldn't help but relate to her on a level that I didn't expect. When you see someone that's so atop their respective trade, you often lose sight of the fact that they're more than just what they've been pigeonholed as. Michelle Wee the golfer is also Michelle Wee the foodie. No matter how successful one single person can be in any given trade, it's inspiring to see their underlying passions that fall by the wayside, the side hustles that have yet to materialize, and the interests that keep them sane. As for me, I'm kind of the opposite of her because her profession, golf, is my passion. But kind of like Larry David, I'm still kind of trudging through the acceptance phase of being terrible. Looks like Michelle has more of a likelihood of being a food critic than I have of winning a U.S. Open. And that's just fine. When you're constantly on the go, grinding away at the office or hanging out with friends, there's not much time to think about upgrading your style or apartment. That's why I love getting a new box of awesome from Bespoke Post every month. These guys are out scouting for quality and unique products to send in each box. Now you can experience it too at boxofawesome.com. As for me, my first box was a blanket that paired perfectly with my panic room. Substantial yet soft, it's now a staple for me to huddle under every Sunday night. To get started, visit boxofawesome.com and answer a few short questions that will help them get a feel for the boxes that'll go best with your style. Whether you're in search of the perfect drink, a well-kept pad, or jet setting in style, Bespoke Post improves your life one box at a time. Each box goes for under 50 bucks, but has more than $70 worth of unique gear waiting inside for you. The first of each month, you'll receive an email with your box details. You'll have five days to change colors and sizes or add extra goods to your box. If you're not feeling that month's box, just simply skip it. From barrel aging kits to limited edition cigars, weekender bags to classy dop kits, Bespoke Post offers essential goods and guidance for the modern man. To receive 20% off of your subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter SCARIES at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code SCARIES for 20% off of your first box. Bespoke Post, themed boxes for guys that give a damn. If you like what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a hungover friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter, which is at SundayScaries, and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries. Or you can follow me both on Twitter and Instagram at WillDeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.